0: Please be seated. We will prepare ourselves for the Lord's Supper. Lord, I do thank you for today, and I thank you, Lord, for your perfect provision for this day. And Lord, now as we, in unity as a body of believers, come to you to remember what you have accomplished on the cross, Father, I pray that you receive all the glory. I pray this in your Son's name. Amen. Each week when we come together to participate in the Lord's Supper, Scripture instructs us that we take the Lord's Supper as a remembrance of Jesus' death. His perfect life, His death, His resurrection. We remember what He accomplished as the substitutionary atonement, the pain, the penalty for our sin. As you prepare your heart and your mind, I want to remind us, for the Christian, remembering what was accomplished, remembering what our Savior has done, is a time of worship, worshiping Christ. So as you consider this time, This is an act of worship. I pray that you would take the time to allow yourself, as you ponder what Christ has accomplished, to be amazed of what Jesus' life, his perfect life, coming from heaven to earth, dying on a cross, conquering the grave in his resurrection. I want you to be amazed at what a great Savior we have. Let's remind ourselves of what 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 says. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. I want to point out four things from this verse. And I'm going to break it down in the order that Scripture has it. He made Him. He is God the Father, and Him is Jesus Christ. The second thing I want you to notice is who knew no sin? Jesus Christ never sinned. When Jesus Christ was crucified on a cross, He didn't become a sinner. But he took on our sin. Jesus Christ remained perfectly holy. To be sin on the cross, Jesus was treated as if he were guilty of every sin ever committed. Every sin you and I ever committed, he was treated as if he was guilty of those sins. Believer, you should be amazed that a holy God would take our place and die a death. Take the wrath that his Father poured out for sinners. In the end of that verse says, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. What happened here for those that believe, if you call yourself a Christian, God's anger was satisfied. Jesus took every last bit of God's anger, the penalty that we deserved for our sinfulness, As you prepare your mind, I I want you to be amazed at what an amazing God we have. If you are here and you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that Jesus Christ paid the complete penalty due you for your sins, every sin you have committed, every sin you will commit, then this is a time of worship. Worship the one who made this possible. Worship our Savior, Jesus. If you're here today and perhaps you don't believe what Scripture says about Jesus, maybe you don't think you're that bad of a person. I spent 28 years of my life thinking I wasn't that bad of a person. This isn't to embarrass you, but allow the elements to pass you by. Scripture gives warning to taking these elements in an unworthy manner. But the prayer of the pastors, the elders of the church, is that you would believe what Scripture says about Jesus Christ, about what he accomplished. So the men are going to deliver, the, bring the elements to you. The, the juice represents the, the blood that Christ sacrificed on the cross, and the cracker is a remembrance of his body. When you're ready, take the elements on your own, and I will come back and close our time in prayer. Men, will you please deliver the elements?